Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, May 27th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Omniflix Network in the Studio, Episode 2, with the NFT creators and collectors. Let's take a listen. Good morning to everybody. How is everybody doing today? Or good afternoon, good evening. I keep forgetting everyone's in different time zones. So I got some big news today. Uh, Tangled and I locked down in. Uh, and played in the interplanetary battle card dojo this morning, if you happen to see. And let me tell you, it was a intense match. But I'm not going to reveal who won just yet. Maybe I'll let him tell you guys. Well, it is about 10.02. We will be starting things off very soon. Manny, how are you? Manny, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Ken. Good to be here. Happy to have you. Thank you for joining me. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, yesterday, I mean, I missed the first episode of uh, In Studio. I just, uh, I just went back to the recording and uh, and I just listened to it. I, I just want to ask, uh, like Sistla and Daya, and I mean, uh, we are using the, we have this recordings, right? We can upload these as a podcast and uh, in YouTube and in some other podcast websites, so that we can have a say. I mean. Like the people who want to go back and listen, that's available kind of thing. That is a brilliant idea. Very brilliant idea. Good morning to Victor NFT. Good morning to Ghost of Secret Cyber Salmon. Salmon. Good morning to Starnot Ajith. Uh, you were talking about a game, right? I mean, some interplanetary. Now, what is it about? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, go. So, you can describe uh, it more. Absolutely. I tweeted it out this morning, and I'm going to actually uh, append it to the space here, if I can remember how to do that. Oh, I think I have to go to the tweet itself. And then you can see what I'm talking about as well. Uh, oh, I forgot I'm not on my own account, so there we go. So yeah, it is a game. It's the game that was created by uh, Tangled, one of our loyal listeners if you remember him i'm sure you do um but it's uh the battle card game that he created and minted on omniflix uh about i guess maybe almost a month now um but we're having a little miniature tournament and uh, i played him this morning in the first round um so we're also doing a little uh charity deal for uh little gains is raising money for uh, a cause in South America. I, forget, if, I don't want to say the wrong country because I don't recall exactly which country it was off the top of my head. Um, but we are doing a little thing for that in this little miniature four-man tournament. Um, but the first of two is in the books for um, 
for this little tournament, and I might have to request that it be a uh, two-game elimination in the first round. Sorry, I leaked it. I, I did lose. Um, but I'm gonna. I'm looking for those. Uh, for the tweet that I posted that has photos of the game itself. Here we go. I think I can post it to the Twitter or to the uh, space now. I hope I can. Oh man, I don't know. I don't remember how to do it. Can somebody uh, guide me on how to pin a tweet in the channel here or in the space here? I don't know why I can't seem to do that. Sisla, help me out here. How do I do that so that everybody can see what I'm talking about with uh, Tangled? Anyone? Anyone can? Uh, Chayton, do you can you uh, give me a little bit of guidance here? Uh, you want to pin the tweet, right? I mean, uh, you yeah, you go on tweet, yeah, you go on tweet it right here in the and, space uh, so everybody can see what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can share. You can open your tweet and you can click share. Share. Then you will get the option share to the space. So the, then it will be appear on the space. All right. Well, unfortunately, I can't seem to figure that one out. But uh, what I'll do is. It's, I mean, you uh, our... if I, for example, right. uh, I am sharing one scene now. Like, I mean, uh, I just could you, do me a favor? could you do me a favor and help me out and go to my Twitter page and uh, the tweet that I put out at 9.47 a.m. that has the pictures of the interplanetary battle card game on it. Um, if you could, like, pop that onto the space, that would be really appreciated just so that people can see what I'm talking about. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm going. Uh, I'm going for it. Thank you so much. I got to figure out how to do that myself. I know Sandy Toes had showed me how to do it uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it seems to have slipped my mind. That is unfortunate for all of us. But thank you, Manny, for helping me with this. And speak of the devil, let me get Mister Tangled up here, our big winner from earlier today. You got me this time. Uh, uh check the DM. Uh, just send me the link. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But yeah, Tangled, you got me this time, man. It's not going to be so easy next time. Yeah, man. Look, I I have a stacked deck against everyone. I have I'm fortunate to have the Founders deck, which is really a stress test for everyone to to get familiar with the game and really test out their own um, unique deck. So you know, we had those games, and and you now have the feel for the game. And I'm sure you know when you come back and we do it again, it's going to be a different story, right? Absolutely, and you know now now I, I got the rules down a little bit better than uh, than I did before. Um, you know, it really it, I guess it is a dagger to you times two when you uh, re- don't realize that you need to you know arm up your defense in the game. So there is strategy in the game, correct? Yeah, so I think that's the thing is like you get a couple of games under your belt and you start to realize that it's not as simple as just laying down a couple of attack and defense cards and it's simple maths, right? The utility cards give enough flavor, give enough complexity to allow you to, you know, play your style. And if you're good at strategy, you're good at mathematics and you can really, um, really extend the game itself. So ultimately it wasn't intended to be this huge complex multi-layer type of game it's really a short punchy um pvp 1v1 just just to have a couple of games under your belt and to really have fun but you know the more that you participate the more games that i'm starting to get under my belt the more i realize that you know you can have a single deck 
And I think there are so many different variables and there's so many different ways to play it. So I think that's what we'll find in June is we're really going to see how you can exploit um, different decks. You're going to be able to see what style is most effective. So that's what's most exciting over June is is really picking up the engagement and just seeing um, how everyone takes it and runs with it. So when you put out the, uh, when you minted the collection, did you, do everything as uh, you know. Whoever mints the founders decks or the uh, sorry, not the founders decks, but the uh, the initial decks. I think there were thirty total, right? Yep. So there's thirty battle cards. Uh, there's thirty um, your standard battle cards, which is basically attack defense, and then you have twenty unique uh, utility cards, which adds that random factor. And then there's also the super rare ultra class cards, which are a little bit more of a um, they're more of a symbolic thing and more for the collectability. But if if there are other players that have ultra cards, then you enter into ultra mode, right? So um, that's another discussion for another day. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a collection comprising about fifty usable cards. And the way that the game plays um, initially, in my mind, it's all theoretical right and and you can be tested in real life and you can game with it but until you release it out in the real world you don't really know how well it's going to play but i think as i get more games on my belt as other people get familiar with it you know there's a little bit of um being a bit innovative and just um you know trying to find ways to uh, compete in the digital medium because it obviously doesn't have a web app at the moment but what if you can get over that hurdle it actually is um a decent game with some depth and um, the more that we play it, the more feedback and the more data I'll collect and that'll all make for improvements and fine tuning. And who knows, you know, the expansion might uh, really change things up in terms of game mechanics. So the more games we get, the better. That's all I know. Absolutely. And can you uh, just quick, and thank you, Manny, for pinning that, uh, that tweet onto the space. Uh, so people can understand what we're talking about here. Uh, do you mind, Tangled, just like kind of explaining qu- real quick if you can see the uh, the tweet that I posted and just kind of explain to people like how how that works and how we were you know how how we were uh, engaging with the game? Yeah. So essentially, there's obviously your deck. You have your NFTs on Omniflix that you can access via your wallet. And um, the way that we overcome the digital medium is we have a tool. So I've created an Excel spreadsheet that's um, that live updates and I share it with my opponent uh, via Google Docs so that, you know, there's a scorer and you can see how the game is being played live. You can see a live life and attack data points, um, even who starts, who finishes, if you're dead or not. Um, the, the live tool really helps this digital medium. And what we do when we're actually laying down the cards to play around is we basically post it in, in a DM or on, on Discord or in a messenger platform. You just post your two cards. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's my turn. I'm going to draw these two cards and then you post them and it's essentially mimicking what you would do in real life. So um, it's not as janky as it sounds. It's not as uh, cumbersome as it sounds. I, I think I think it's a decent compromise until you start dealing with web apps and actual you know mobile apps and um, truly gamifying it. I think it's a decent compromise at this stage. 
I think it's going to be a, a big hit with people once they get involved and start playing it. And um, you know, if you start, if you keep having these little uh, the little tournaments, the word will spread and it'll kind of be a, almost like an underground, uh, like you know, an underground like game that you know only the cool kids play officially as at the beginning, and then you'll have mass adoption, and that'll be uh, a beautiful thing. But it's definitely a fun game. It's uh, so you basically you go. You put down the card, uh, the attack decreases from the defense, the defense increases your strength, your armor against the attacks, and whoever gets to zero first loses, essentially. Yep, that's as simple as it is. You know, you bolster your life points and your defense points by, you know, adding those, and then your attack points obviously takes down your opponent's points. But then you add the the variables, which is the utility. So you can steal your opponent's card. You can gain vulnerability for the next round. You can um, add additional life points at different sections. You know, you can get your opponent to skip. Now, all of those, I can't, I can't predict the variables of how people use that, right? And we don't know in terms of the IBC decks, we don't know what the composition is for every deck. So everyone's going to have a little bit of a different angle and they're going to be able to maximize their gameplay depending on the composition of the deck. And you can always buy new cards to round out how you play. So that's, it's really over the next few months as people pick up, we're really going to start to see that um, hopefully. Well, thank you very much for showing me how to play the game and I'm glad we could kind of, educate the community as well as to how to play it. and how do they get to play if they are if they you know go and buy a deck or create their own deck by buying cards on the open market how do they go and play if they want to play all right so the easiest thing to do is if you get your starter deck and you want to get amongst the community is go to not nft discord um there's a uh a sub channel called interplanetary battle cards you just announce yourself as an ibc gamer and there's a pin tab that lists all the other gamers so it's up to you uh you know reveal yourself call yourself an ibc gamer find all the others and just get into their dms and say hey let's have a match let's let's get amongst it and hopefully over the course of june everyone gets familiar with the game everyone gets comfortable with it and in july we've got their full genesis championship which is going to be a 40 osmo prize pool and uh ultra class nft for the for the winner so we're looking at you know approximately 65 osmo at this stage value and everyone with an ibc deck gets to participate for free so um yeah let's let's build that community up and let's have this underground tournament and hopefully we'll crown a genesis champion in july absolutely and um thank you very much again for um for explaining that to everybody and we'll 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 go ahead and uh and we'll reach out to paul from skynet and uh sbeer about getting getting back into that tournament that uh we started this week so um let me really quick before he needs to go bring up uh, one of our newest creators, uh, men, the man behind the Owl Project, aka Owlies, one of the coolest projects I've seen uh, on the in the NFT space. So much thought into it, so many incredible benefits for people that stake the the uh, NFTs. Uh, just a lot of uh, a lot of thought that went into this project and the story behind it. Which uh, if you were able to join us last week um the story behind it is just like a beautiful story and a very unique story so i'd like to invite 
uh, Wolfman up here, if you wouldn't mind joining me for about, you know, as, as long as you can today. Um, asking you shall receive. Thank you so much. Hey, I cut out in between when Wolf- you were talking. I didn't, I didn't know if you introduced me yet or we're still talking, but I'm here. <laughs> How you doing? I did. I said, uh, thank you to the Wolfman for joining us. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, it's funny when you, when you like request to speak, it like puts you into a whole nother, I guess, something and there's like a cutout. And uh, so you always miss like that brief period of uh, what's being said during that time. So glad to be here. Yeah, hopefully Elon. Of course, anytime. Thank you for, uh, for sharing your story with us last week, which was uh, very, not just interesting, but, uh, heartwarming story in a way um just the way that you know the project came about and the you know the the fact that you you know you and your your wife share this project as something that's you know something of both of yours and you work together on it and you you obviously uh both love each other very much from what i can hear um from you so i i think it's a beautiful beautiful thing you know people say that you can't work with your spouse on a project uh you are proving them wrong yeah, you know, um, it's it's funny enough. Uh, so we, I started our company 15 years ago, Hem360, for her, and I was actually starting a uh, a thing called Go Green Landscaping for with me and my best friend at the time. And so this was just kind of a side project I started building for her that company, and then it just all my creative elements and like everything started coming out, and I just it was so fun to build that company and build everything, and so I just kept building it. And then for the last 15 years, we've worked side by side. And, you know, at times that's looked like us biting each other's heads off. But at the same time, what's really amazing is like those moments when you have like a, a pretty bad fight at home or something like that. And uh, then you have to go work side by side and you don't want to talk to each other. But at the same time, you have to get this order shipped or this uh, this wholesale account handled or this website issue handled. And so you have to talk. It breaks the ice. And then by the end of it, we've made up and we've had good uh, you know, we're good. And uh, over the last year or two, just uh, our both of our journeys, uh, spiritually connecting them to, to, to our creator um, has been amazing and bringing us together and, and being able to have uh, uh, even deeper, richer uh, communication between each other. And so um, just through that whole journey, it's been awesome. And, and building alleys has just been so much fun because, you know, she's, uh, I'm an artist in a lot of ways, but I, I never learned how to, uh, to, to put that down on pen and paper. Um, and that's how she grew up. She grew up in, in, the, um, in our community. And um, both of us have been tied to that community um, since we've been married. And so it's been really amazing to bring all of that to that connection, that love and that affinity for, for art and uh, for local artists, especially for us, um, and being able to take that and then put it into a project. I I mean yeah we'd love to hear from her at some point too if um if she's uh willing to come on we'd love to hear I know both of you, both of you talk about it together um but the the really cool thing that I think is uh interesting with you guys is you know you have created something that's so like unique and so like almost down to like a granular level that you have like this like metaverse uh owl clubhouse and this like all these different components to it like I'm blown away by it. It's it's a really impressive project. And now you, I saw that you released these incentives for staking the uh, the NFTs. Can you talk? Can you talk a little bit about that and how that works? Yeah, that's one of the the like most exciting things is the amount of utility that we've built behind both the Genesis First Press alleys that launched on Stargaze in I think it was March, 
right? And uh, and now the ONFTs that are launching. And, and we really wanted to be able to have a broader community because the idea of what Alvis is and the size and scope of the project really needs a large community that can participate and have benefits inside that community. Um, and so we really wanted to build something, but also building ONFT was building something that was bigger than the Alviverse itself and really interconnecting our community to the entire metaverse by allowing you know someone who is a holder and staker of an ONFT actually gets access to our vault, a collection of all the NFTs that we hold in the DAO um, that is then fractionalized ownership for everyone that's participating. And so not just being able to have access directly into the Alleyverse and being able to stake your, um, your ONFTs for Stardust um, and then being able to mint Stardust NFTs to upgrade your Alley, um, getting it ready for the PVP metaverse. Um, but at the same time, uh, you also get access to the metaverse that's inside the the vault, which would be things like Strange Clan NFTs and uh, Adromedaverse, and uh, you know just inside the Cosmos ecosystem. And there's so much more being built, right? There'll be other gaming NFTs that 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 we believe are blue chip gaming NFTs that people will want to use, and we'll have them in there. Because the thing is, too, is with a lot of these these games, the barrier of entry can be quite high, right? Um, you know, Strange Clan NFTs base price is like five hundred dollars, um, upwards of over five thousand dollars for a quality NFT. And so if you if you want to be able to go in and play that game, that barrier of entry can be really hard. And we're going to have a long, uh, a large supply of these different gaming NFTs that we bring in so that the community can then be able to loan those out and borrow them and go play those games, which is just such an amazing, exciting thing because. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So then so then you'll take that ONFT. Right. And and right now they're going for 170 without a whitelist and like 140, 150 uh, with a whitelist. So it's like. Just for that entry price, you gain access to the Alleyverse, gain access to a massive token drop of the Alley's token, which then if you stake that Alley's token, you earn branch token. And the branch and Stardust tokens are, there's no there's no VC money behind that. There's no, um, no fair drop, airdrop. There's no team tokens. Um, nobody has these tokens until someone stakes. I don't have anything. Like if I want branch or Stardust, I have to go stake my NFTs too, just like everybody else to be able to participate in this ecosystem. They're only created when you stake an, an NFT or if you stake your Alley's tokens. And then from there, when you use them, they burn. So there's consistent, um, one of the biggest problems you'll see in most games and like Axe Infinity and others is that the the supply just keeps going and, and there is participation, but there's constant devaluation because of the, this inflation rate. Right. Um, and so with us, not only are the tokens in that system burnable and deflationary, but every single NFT until you get to your final NFT is all deflationary and burnable too. So for us, the goal is to start with the the different tiers that we have from common to uncommon to rare to, to epic and legendary. Legendary being like a few thousand of those eggs that will come in the packs later on when we launch the monster boxes and the packs uh, for the for the Alleyverse side of things. Um, you know, and then you have the common side where there'll be like hundreds of thousands of eggs in those, but they all mint down to where there's a few thousand in the end um, for every one of them. But that makes that barrier of entry a lot easier for people to get owls, hatch those into babies, and then mint them to any level, right? You don't have to mint a baby into the final wizard stage, which we just announced recently, by the way. There's actually five tiers or five branches. Um, you start with your egg, you go to a, a baby, then you get a teen, then you get an adult, and then you get a wizard. Right. And so when you start with uh, you could start with the baby and stay there and then mint those Stardust NFTs and those items to then take the base stats that are in that for that baby 
and then mint the other items in there and then it upgrades the entire alley even if it's a common alley you can mint legendary uh stardust nfts in there to make your alley incredibly powerful so even if you're not fortunate enough to get something like a gold uh a golden egg right to be able to mint there um you still have a chance at making an incredible legendary alley um by staking your nfts earning stardust and then taking those uh stardust nfts and what you'll do is those start also tiered from common all the way to legendary so you collect enough it mints into an uncommon and then it mints into a rare and then it mints into uh, epic and then it mints into if you want a legendary the obviously the time to get there and the effort to get there is tough but for the people who love to grind and the thing is with all of this is you you don't have to spend your entire like lifetime gaining all of this right all you have to do is participate in what we're doing is we're taking defi and we're gamifying it and it's something that the entire defi space has really been trying to figure out how to do and what we've done and i think we've done that and we'll see if it works we'll see if it's successful and if, if we do pull this off it'll it'll be definitely something i think the whole space gets really excited about because all of that leads up to that's just layer one which then leads up into the early metaverse pvp arena that we'll be building inside the passage universe um and then from there further down the road if everything goes as planned right we'll have land sales and we'll then we'll launch a actual metaverse that you can roam and explore and find new lands and everything and have property ownerships and items as well as you'll be able to then you can go we're going to have hoot hacks right as part of the alley's budget three percent of it goes to host hoot hacks kind of like juno hacks and others do where there's a bounties for even not just creating coding and things but creating assets so if you're like an artist or a designer um a digital designer right and you can create assets for um for games right you can actually go and create these assets turn them into nfts and be able to sell them in the marketplace and generate revenue there where we'll be able to actually utilize them in our so if we have the hoot hacks we'll take those and onboard those assets into our alleyverse as we're building it out which is another really creative and cool way to and anybody can do that anybody can create those and uh for your game yeah so when we do the hoot hacks we'll have these massive contests where anyone can come in We'll have kind of all the guidelines on like what we're looking for, what we want. Um, and then the ones that are chosen will be rewarded and those will be brought into the Alleyverse to create our world, right? So whether it's buildings, whether it's landscapes, whether it's items that are, you know, in the rooms and, the, and, and everything else, like you'll be able to create all that and then, and then compete to be chosen. And we'll have different prizes that go into that. And it's just another way to bootstrap and build a metaverse without the massive $100 million cost, right? that can attach to a lot of that is to really build this by the community for the community. That, that's brilliant. Uh, and just to circle back to something that you said a couple minutes ago with the, like the reminting and the reminting, is that kind of like, can you kind of compare that to like when you take, let's say uh, like, you know, there's some games where you can take like two uh, metals and melt them down and create, you know, uh, another metal. And then that's like, you know the upgrade form of that is that kind of the way that works yeah it'd be similar to that you're crafting um you're crafting your different so like you know the terminology there like outside of like taking it from the other side right would be um you're taking your stardust nft um let's say you get a common pair of boots um you're taking those and saving up enough of them to craft them into an uncommon pair of boots right um and then the same thing like you're going to be taking your branch NFTs that you'll mint with your branch tokens by when you earn your, by staking your alleys, you'll take those branch NFTs like your walking sticks, 
You'll combine that with the eggs that you got from your packs. Um, and then you'll burn both of those and you'll hatch a baby. Right. And then so you'll go ahead. That people can follow to create things. Say again. So you'll kind of have like, have like recipes, so to speak, that people can follow to create new things. Yeah. That's going to be one of the funnest things is to so make sure you join the discord, make sure you're an O club member, right? Because those are going to be the first, first people that we release things to and informations. And we do talks and spaces inside of our discord, um, not just like on Twitter and things like that. So we'll have like strategies and, uh, explainers and stuff. And, and as we go to, we'll have a lot more tutorials and articles coming out, um, explaining exactly, um, how, how everything works and the inner workings for it all. So we've just begun, we have one article out now, but as that comes out, you'll see more like how to take, you know, your, your walking sticks and then mint them into, uh, a lightning stick. Then you mint that into a warrior staff and that mints into a wizard staff. And the wizard staff is what mints a adult into a wizard. Right. And by the time that happens, right. So if, if you mint all the eggs into wizards, like if everybody did that, if we saved it up and everybody did that, that means there would be zero eggs left, zero babies left, zero teens left, and zero adults left. They would all be burnt, right? So some people are going to be smart enough to save the babies, the teens, and the adults. So that supply is going to be low, and then the end supply is even lower because it all burns down into that. So that's what makes it really special on that aspect because it makes for an easy barrier of entry for everyone to come in and play the game cost-wise, but at the same time, in the end, everyone winds up with something rare. Like even if you hang on to your baby and you don't do anything else, uh, in time, if people love alleys and they play this and they and they and they go to these these lengths, you'll be able to take that baby and it'll be worth a whole lot more because people will there will, won't be very much left. And if you have like a Genesis first press egg, if you were a mentor of those, those eggs are actually usable and they're best used later down the road, like when there's barely any gold eggs left. And you've got a Genesis first press egg. If you combine those two, it's like a it's like a legendary ticket that mints any egg into a baby without having to use branch NFTs, and um, and without having to use a second egg for the gold. Oh wow, that's 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 like I can't I can't even imagine like how much thought went into like all this stuff because like did you just like get a whiteboard and just start writing? Yeah. So I, I don't know if I talked about this in the last time, but it was like in January, I had this crazy feverish dream um, after my wife had painted that painting and it just, the whole thing started laying out. And then I spent weeks in my mind just running it out. And then I just began to write it all out and break everything down. And then from there, yeah, we actually use a, an app uh, called Figma. Uh, if anyone's ever used that, it's amazing, you know, not just for building websites, but they have a whiteboard section. And man, I just started throwing everything in there as well to be able to not just, uh, you know, for myself, but to be able to show like, you know, even my team, you know, cause this is complex. So the whole thing is, is like, we've been around for a bit, but at the same time, it's like, how do you explain all of this in a way that makes sense to everyone, right? How do you go from everything that I've built um, and the chaos that's there and, and make it a smooth experience to onboard everyone? And that's what we're continually doing. And that's what our goal is um, that we talked about last time, right? Creating those tutorials, even going to the base layers of how do you set up a Kepler? right? What is cryptocurrency, right? Even those kind of things, like creating like a whole series of uh, tutorials that people can watch and learn and, um, and, and, and get to know the space better and get to go know Cosmos better, right? Because we want people to know, you know, the reason we're minting um, today on Omniflix and on Stargaze um, is because we really want people to know Cosmos as a whole um, and not just get the attachments we sometimes all do to getting um, excited and only staying in one blockchain, which has just been common for a long time for everyone 
in general because the interoperability is so new. Um, but we really want people to be excited about using multiple blockchains simon simultaneously, right? And being able to do that. And so what's what I love about that too is you know you can easily swap on Osmosis, throw it in your Kepler wallet, and come on to Omniflix or Stargaze and mint today. And even on Stargaze, you can use the Kepler wallet to go in the app and mint right there from the app. And you just answered half of my next question. Um, so when and where can uh, people get these alleys? Uh, I know you just said today you're minting, but uh, what time and how much are the um, how much are they costing to mint? Right. So at 4 p.m. UTC, uh, which is also 12 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time, you'll be able to uh, do the whitelist mint on Omniflix and on Stargaze. Um, there'll be a five-hour window. So at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 9 p.m. Uh, UTC time, you will be able to come to the general public and everyone will be able to mint at that point. And how do you get on the whitelist? That's too late. Uh, that passed. If you owned a GFP, a Genesis First Press Alley, which was on the Stargaze Marketplace, and you had it in a wallet, you uh, by 7 p.m. last night, um, Central Time, my time, or 8 p.m. Eastern Time, um, then you would you would be whitelisted for Omniflix, and you'd be whitelisted for Stargaze. So you get a whitelist. You get two whitelist spots that are discounted. Which, like I said, the bear market has brought everybody a sale. These are all um, heavily discounted from their original prices anyway. So. Um, you're getting huge, huge benefit by coming in right now. And we decided not to raise, raise prices. You know, we said 18 Atom uh, for minting um, for the public, and it's 15 Atom uh, for minting for whitelists. Um, and then once our listing goes live on Stargaze, uh, we'll convert the Atom uh, prices over to Stars uh, in real time. And then that listing will be permanent in Stars. So depending on price fluctuations, uh, one may be end up cheaper than the other, but there's only 2,000 on Omniflix. Um, so, and almost half of those are whitelisted. So I definitely recommend getting one of those. And because what's amazing is I was on a spaces yesterday with Shane from Stargaze. Um, and he said that the, one of the main priorities for them is working with the Omniflix team on bringing the IBC bridging, uh, between both platforms. So what's amazing is we're at the, the cusp of when you will be able to bring your Omniflix NFT, ONFTs over to Stargaze and sell them on that marketplace and vice versa, bring those Stargaze NFTs and, and, and then be able to sell them on the Omniflix marketplace. So that's what's awesome too, is like what we're showcasing is, you know, some of our, some of our NFTs are gonna be literally on the Omniflix blockchain, minted into their blockchain. The other ones are, are in an NFT storage, right? And, and how those, one of them's, you know, a, a CW721 token too, right? So how are those gonna interoperate? How are those gonna bridge? That's the power of Cosmos hand in hand, right? Same NFT collection, but they have different backends, but yet they still interoperate and will still be able to move seamlessly between platforms and marketplaces. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that with, uh, with us again. And you, you are uh, so far one of my, no offense to anybody, but you are one of my favorite guests that I've had on here since I started doing this because you just, you know, you share lots of insights you share lots of intellectual knowledge and you are a very interesting person not that you know everybody isn't everybody's interesting but you just you have a way of delivering your um you know your information about your project that i just find very um you're, you're a very good storyteller actually is what I, the words i was looking for you're a very good storyteller and i appreciate that because it makes my job a little bit easier 
Thank you. That really means a lot. Um, I really appreciate that. And I really am grateful to be here and so grateful to the Omniflix team. They have been one of the best experiences in the NFT space and so helpful in every possible way to be able to be onboarded onto the platform and get this mint ready and live. Um, with all the last minute changes we had, they still came through for us and got everything ready. And I'm so, so grateful and so excited to see how all this goes um, and, and, and to welcome all the new community members into the Alleyverse um, and into the ONFTverse. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Y'all have a great afternoon and happy minting. You too. Best of luck. And I hope, I'm sure it will sell out. Yeah, you are an amazing storyteller. And uh, if you guys can see me, I shared a uh, tweet from the Flix Fanatics. There you can find a Twitter handle with the Auli NFTs. Auli NFTs. Uh, I mean, go, go and give it a follow there. And also follow the Wolfman. And uh, yeah, and for, for more updates and which things are coming up. And at 4, 4 p.m. UTC, and I think it's only nine, uh, 81 minutes from now. So, yeah, stay tuned, guys. Absolutely. Uh, everybody be there or be square. Um, so we, we have some other uh, projects that are launching this week. Uh, one of them is Crypto Gopniks. Uh, is, there represent, is someone representing them here by any chance? If so, please do me a favor and... Um, and request to speak because I would love to learn a little bit about this project. This one looks really cool too. Uh, Chayton, can you um can you join me real quick if you're still here, just to so you can kind of direct me? Nope, Chayton, not here. Um, Manny, um, do you know if uh, the founder of Crypto Gopniks is here? If not, I'll just move on to the next one and hopefully he'll be here at hey, some point uh, soon. I can't find actually. No, I think he's not here. He's not. That's that's unfortunate. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh, hopefully he'll be on before we uh, hop off. I wanted to ask him a couple of questions about the project. It looks really cool. If anybody hasn't checked out Crypto Gopniks yet, um, really cool looking project. Vector art, really beautiful vector art. Um, do we have a representative from uh, HD Music? Is I know who that is. No, he's not here either. That's unfortunate. Um, Igor is Igor here in the damn all these guys launching their projects and they're not coming on in the studio. What is going on? Well, in that case, I would like to, if you don't mind, bring up uh, one of our our first uh creators to launch a blind mint on Omniflex, Metafellas. And I'd love to get a little update from you guys and see how your project's going, um, and how everything's turned out so far. If you have a moment to chat with me. Please, yes. Uh, I think Tangled Cosmos raised hand. Uh, so, thank you for joining me. Hey, I thought I, I thought I was getting left out to dry there. Thank you, <laughs> Flix Fanatics. How are you, folks? Great to connect in again. Been uh, a little, uh, unfortunately, uh, ten a.m. EST has been tough for me, but I'm really glad I have a chance to come on because yes, we wanted to update you guys. We have we are now uh, almost two months post launch. Uh, this Friday today is, you know, just for those of you who have joined recently, let me just give you a recap of our project. We're uh, a group of little interstellar travelers. You can see the PFP uh, that I'm sporting here uh, that are, you know, searching the cosmos for treasure. And in fact, are the utility that we have for our collection beyond this fantastic uh, art is uh, that we've been doing weekly giveaways 
uh, where essentially a lottery system. So people who hold our NFTs are entered into a drawing and uh, we give away cash prizes and NFTs each week. And we now are celebrating, this is going to be our sixth week of doing the giveaways, which has been uh, fantastic. And um, we do it uh, blindly in the sense that if you hold it, you can get it. But it's always nice when somebody who's actually active in our Discord, like last week, we, we awarded it and it was just fun to uh, be able to celebrate with... Uh, one of the members of our group who uh, basically got the uh, the windfall of of the giveaways, and so you know, obviously, with uh, the recent downturn in the market, it's been it's constrained uh, our treasury a bit. But we're still committed. To, uh, we've committed to a full year of giving out these uh, uh, giveaways, as well as um, um, you know, continue to engage the community. Anyway, so that's it's been fun. You know, some of the things that I've really been interested in beyond just the utility of our NFT project. But I've just continued to be engaged with the, uh, the Omniflex community, even if I can't get on these calls as often. We've really been enjoying working with folks uh, who are in the background working on rarity bots and um, uh, verification, uh, holder verification systems within Omniflex. I think there's a lot of both with the fantastic work that you guys have been doing, which, you know, I don't know if, if, if anyone missed the, uh, the recent blog post. I mean, it's just feature after feature you guys are shipping, which is fantastic. But I think there's also kind of a grassroots indie um, community starting to grow up as well that's also working on some of these solutions. So, you know, we're excited to take the the initial, um, you know, work we've done and just um, integrate rarities into our websites and work on improving holder verification that's a little more dynamic instead of one time. So these, these kind of things, I think it's... Uh, it's good for our project, but I think it's good for the community as a whole. So, yeah, we're really uh, glad to be uh, sticking around and excited to see the Flix launch and all this coming up. So, again, good to be able to touch base with you guys. What's next? What's next for Metafellows? Well, I think, you know, what, what we're really working on now is um, refining the 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 technical background of, you know, as I just mentioned, with, the, with our, both our Discord and our website, because I think as we're you know, as you guys are gearing up for the Flix launch, we want to be a part of that and really um, bring in a new wave of people who are interested in OmniFlix and trying to get the word out about OmniFlix. Uh, so that's that's our uh, our big emphasis now is just kind of growing the footprint. And you know, because I, I you know we talked about it before, it's just not a the best time in in uh, history for NFTs. But I think that with this platform in particular, it's kind of a hidden gem that's about to become. Uh, uh, get a bright spotlight shown on it. So we want to both from a technical perspective and a community perspective, uh, just be ready to harness that and grow the platform. So we're excited to be a part of it. Well, we definitely appreciate that. We definitely appreciate that. Thank you. Um, your project has been an inspiration to, I'm sure a lot of the creators on the, you know, that are listening now and, uh, or that I've listened in the past weeks being the first, uh, blind mint on Omniflix, which I'm sure was, uh, probably nerve wracking and exciting for you. To <laughs> yeah. There's a roller coaster and all these things, but you know, you just, uh, it's always fun to blaze a trail and you learn a lot along the way. So we're looking forward to the next uh, phase, both for our project, but just for the platform as a whole. Well, we wish you we wish you continued success, and um, I hope you'll continue keeping us posted and um, and engaging with the community. And hopefully, you know, from one of these calls, we can um, you know, continue to help you guys collaborate with each other and uh, see some cross uh, production between some of our projects, which is always fun to see.
Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining me. I uh, appreciate it. And come back anytime. Right on. And I know we have, I've, I know I've seen a lot of stuff from Sky Monks lately uh, on Twitter, on the Twitterverse and such. Uh, do you have a moment to join me over here, Mr. Sky Monks? I think I invited you before. Because we got to see what's going on with all this, uh, all this news making that we see from Sky Monks. Mr. Sky Monks, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank, thank you. So I've seen a lot of you all over the all over social media lately. Oh yeah, so because we are launching uh, today uh, on Stargaze, maybe that, that that might be that might be why at three p.m. So yeah, so I'm excited. So that's that might that might be the reason why. <laughs> That might be the reason why. <laughs> well, best to work with that. Um, I mean, even uh, despite it not being on Omniflix, you want to just uh, share what your uh, project, uh, your, what what aspect of your project you're launching, since you have quite a expansive uh, set of ideas. Well, yeah. So the the general idea of of SkyMark is kind of like to build the, the community, uh, and into the larger the larger uh, the larger uh, project, which is Atlas DAO. And kind of like get like Riley or group of people together that can help build Atlas down in a sense to give back to the community. And also, at SkyMark NFT will have a utility. So we just launched our Stargaze nodes on Tuesday. So by owning a Stargaze, by owning a SkyMark, you're part owner of of the Valor node. So in a sense. You'll be receiving a, a value note discount. Uh, we plan also on doing airdrops to our SkyMox holders, so with our value notes, and also the the royalty from SkyMox will go to a multi sig uh, to for the community to vote on other things that we would like to do. And some of the things I'm excited about that we'll be doing, we plan on doing meetup. Why not live in Florida? So I would like to meet up in Florida and all that to get people together so you could think about the project and just talk about crypto in general. So if you own a SkyMark NFT, you might be getting a discount if we were to be doing a crypto conference and all that. Yeah, so this is like the general idea, but like as a, if the only thing you can come out from that is the, the larger project is Atlas DAO. And at last, our main focus is to give back and kind of like create a non-profit organization. And hopefully in the long term, we can get a big team enough so you could work on affordable housing and all that. So that's like the end goal for Atlas DAO. But for the first year, we will focus more on, on providing utility to our NFT holders. Because one thing that, that kind of like boggled me when I started the project is I don't want to just tell people I want to help people without providing any utility to them. So the first thing will be mostly about providing utility for the NFT holders who plan on doing research for the third quarter about how we're going to go about uh, the affordable housing part and about the non-profit organization. And when our community is big enough and we have enough funding, we can do that. But for the first thing, it will be mostly providing utility, doing meetup, doing crypto conference, hopefully, uh, providing utility with the viral node, with the viral nodes and the NFCs. And the royalty also would be in the control of the community. 
But one thing I'm excited about is for our launch because we plan on doing the NFT multi chain because we wanna we wanna bring the community from each chain uh in the cosmos uh to that same goal of helping people in impoverished community. So we plan also on launching on NFT. So one I'm I'm working with um reaching out to someone to be working on the NFT. So stay tuned for that for the next collection. But the first collection I haven't launched yet, so I can't be talking about the next collection yet. But I'm looking forward to launch some Omnifix and I love what you guys are doing. And one thing that I'm that I, I would love uh on Omniflix is um I, I was looking at the 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 Omniflix youth uh TV the TV place. Can can you talk a little bit about that? Because I feel like that seemed kind of interesting and I, I like yeah, some absolutely. some idea on how we can integrate the NFTs. So right now it's not a self service uh, yeah. terminal, but it will be very. Uh, but the way it works right now is, you know, if you want to create an interactive video for your community, either to educate them or to, um, you know, just show, um, you know, if you want to make a skit out of something or you want to make a comic strip, whatever you want to do, you can create a interactive video where you can put prompts throughout the video. Um, so, and if you look, if you ever watched one of them on the, on the alpha site for Omniflix TV, you'll see like, th- as you go throughout the video, there's little white dots at the, uh, on the play line of the video. And those are each one, each one is an inter- a separate interaction where you can ask a multiple choice question, where you can ask a true or false question, where you can ask for a, a open-ended response question where the, the user has to write a response in there. And based on their responses, they either, um, you know, they either pass that prompt or they don't pass that prompt if there's a set answer for it. And if it's just an open-ended one, they, you know, they complete the prompt and go on. And the cool thing about it is you can also, as a creator, issue NFTs or uh, fungible tokens, IBC tokens, to your community that's participating in these uh, organized interactive videos. Um and issue them for either just participating or for if you have a competition or you want to run a trivia uh, contest like some of the, some communities like to do in their discord you know you can utilize that to um f- you know reward the winner Im- immediately following the uh the event so um there's no limit to how much uh how much content you can publish there's no limit to the length of the video you know it can be 30 seconds it can be 30 minutes uh you know whatever you want it to be um, and for the time being, you just have to submit the footage to our, um, you know, our team, and then we'll get it pa- packaged up for you real quick, and you can launch it uh, on your social platforms and in your Discord and wherever else you'd like to utilize it. Yeah. So one thing I was thinking with that, let's say when we launch on on Omniflix, there could be a page. I don't know if that's that's out yet on our NFT collection where we can update the community on on our step. Let's say. Uh, we do where you can what? update the community on a step of the video so they can just go on a collection and click somewhere to get to the video i don't know if that's that's live yet so for example uh let's say i go on sticky cito cheesecake uh, nft collection so i don't know if we could have a page where you can the 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 nft holders could just click and they will go directly to to the video that the 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 NFT collection app, so kind of like we can update. Well, that's gonna be that's that's kind yeah, of what you're talking about. It's kind of like Omniflix. Oh, sorry, Manny. 
I was going to say that's, yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's uh, you're kind of talking about Omniflix.me, which is uh, coming out very soon. Um, and that that's a platform that will allow you guys to display all of your collections, list them for sale. Uh, and you can basically, I think, uh, you- I, think uh, I think he's talking about access NFTs. For example, if he, if anybody wants the stake Cito NFT, I mean, like if anybody clicks on the stake Cito NFT, like, I mean, uh, they can be redirected to the video. I mean, video or something. If you want to access that, you need to have that NFT. So I think he's talking about that, uh, that isn't it? Uh, yeah. Something like that. So anybody old NFT can just, click there and as a because we'll be able to update the, the NFT holders as time passed. Oh, so having the NFT provide the utility to give you access to something? Yeah, to the video. So, because as because part of, of the attacks that is kind of like give back to the community, so the NFT holders need to be updated about this, about what are we doing it. So let's say we yeah, go to a charity. Uh, yeah, like I mean, uh... Yeah, right now the YouTubers like CryptoCito or so many, the YouTubers generally, uh, they, they ask followers to support them on the Patreon or some other platforms uh, where, where they can directly pay the YouTuber. But if you see the consumer, they, they take a lot of charge. Suppose if they, if they have the own, I mean, if they have these videos or whatever it is, if anybody wants to support them uh, specifically, they can simply buy their NFTs and they get the access to the premium content. So that, that way, we, are, we can almost be like replacing this uh, premium content providers uh, kind of uh, platform say for example replacement of patreon and only fans <laughs> just for example in a way yeah and the uh, and the nft based access for interactive videos will be uh, it'll be available soon it just depends on the creator you know how you want to utilize that and and also i want to touch on the interactive nfts which you talked about like actually you you said you you are organizing some crypto conference right while you are organizing crypto conference i mean while the people who want to take it uh, you can simply make uh, a new nfts as an access passes for for your crypto conference and they can simply scan it or uh, scan it or something like that from their wallet to to directly gain entry such way that this is also like nft based real world access and one beauty with the interactive NFTs you can do is you can ask questions to the each and every each and every crypto new NFT mint so that you will get you will get a clear idea and organized data in a way that uh, whether that guy knows anything about crypto before that guy is exploring at what stage is it you can ask all those questions and uh, it takes all the records and all those things are stored in the same interactive NFT itself so that way that that way it will be like okay if you see the number of tickets you sold you can see the data be behind the each ticket so that you can you you have an idea that uh, okay what is the demographic in the sense crypto learning demographic uh, the people who are coming to your uh, conference specifically yeah and and that aside from that the um just so that we're clear on it the interactive videos there's public ones and then there's also private ones so the private ones you'll need to hold nfts to uh or an nft to be able to access the private one so you'll have to have some kind of uh credential or some kind of permission that is enabled through an nft um to access that video and if you don't have it you can't access it um 
and then that's up to the you know the creator of the video if they want to you know put limitations on that and or input you know specific criteria that need to be uh, avail- uh or present on the wallet before it accesses the video um the cool thing too with uh, with the video streaming platform is when you get when you get onto it as a user you're you're still you know anonymous on there because your wallet address is the only thing that shows but when you look at it and you see like one of the like some of the videos that have like you know hundreds of people that have participated on it, it's just really cool to see how um, we're it's still in the alpha stage and we really haven't been promoting it all that much uh, yet. We kind of been keeping it trying to or to the best of our ability, trying to keep it uh, kind of quiet until it's fully um, f- you know fully out there. But we've had so much uh, engagement with it and uh, so many people are excited about it. So that's uh, we're really excited to uh, you know bring the full version out um that is self-service inside of the studio for everybody but uh that won't be far too far down the road yeah just just one more thing i don't know if you can say that do you have like an estim- uh, estimate when the flicks token is <laughs> it's gonna be like that. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I wish i could tell you the date um i personally don't even know the date um but it is going to be very soon it should be sometime it, it, I, I can tell you one thing without getting my hands cut off it is going to be this summer it'll be this summer and i can say that with uh with some confidence all right uh, so and also and also like i mean omniflix is ready to launch the token specifically like i mean we had everything ready but the thing is like oh, osmos is going through the upgrade of their lbp software so we are just waiting for their upgrade to launch their lbp v2 and i think they have to pass some governance proposal to implement lbp v2 once they implemented lbp v2 we will be the first project to utilizing that lbp v2 and go Going, going to be launched so if anybody wants to ask uh, when flix token i think you should go and ask cosmos's team when lbp v2 <laughs> <laughs> uh that's funny uh, and uh, also <laughs> and also i would like to say like skymonks and metafillers <laughs> are the other creators in the group uh, like, I mean, you guys can generally when you guys come to the space, uh, you guys can post your Discord groups, Discord communities or anything in a tweet and you can share the tweet to the space. So, like, I mean, uh, any anyone in the anyone in the like uh, in this chat, in, in this uh, club. In this place, can share the tweets, and also I would like to when Metaphalus is packing, uh, speaking. I was busy with something. Yeah, Metaphalus is doing good job in engaging with the community and check out their community too. Thanks, Kamani. Yeah, we just want to grow it even more. So, uh, just uh, as all these pieces are coming together, I agree. Let's uh, you know between the the different projects come in here, we're all definitely working towards the same goal. And and as we lift the the platform each other up, it's only going to benefit us all. So. Let's go. It's gonna be an exciting summer for Omniflix. Uh, Skymonks. I mean, uh, I saw in your profile that uh, you are launching your series on the Stargaze today, right? Yeah, we launched an offer series on Stargaze today. So the series is uh, eight hundred, and the cost will be eight hundred stars. Yeah. So th- that's today. One thing that, that I don't know if uh, can I we just launched or Stargaze via Node uh, Tuesday. So why not we're in the inactive set? So uh, anyway, I don't know if uh, that's fine with everybody. I can talk about my Vira Nodes. I don't know if that's fine before I... <laughs> can you hear me? 
Yeah, no, we we, we, we I, I actually was muted for a while and I kept talking to nobody. <laughs> oh, so that's always like is something <laughs> Yeah, I thought everyone was just right. talking over me and I was like, wait a minute, that's not that's not like that's not fair. <laughs> like um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, we're we're all good now. I, I guess um, I must because I I got kicked out of the uh, the space for a second, and then I I guess my mic got muted. But thank you, um, Skymonks. Anything else you want to add, Skymonks? Oh yeah, so I was gonna say that uh, we launched our viral nodes uh, Tuesday, last Tuesday. But right now we're in the inactive set, so we're looking to be in the active set. So some of the reason that we launch our on viral nodes is kind of like. We want to contribute to Stargaze also, and when Omniflix launch also, we plan on on get on on launching Omniflix via node. So our goal is kind of like to contribute to this network and kind of like use use the viral nodes as a way uh, to um to kind of like uh what could I say? Uh, because our goal long term is kind of like to do non-profit and all that. Kind of use the viral node as a way to uh. To contribute to to our community, so the the viral nodes will be in the control of our community. So some of the rewards will go back also to the community in the form of airdrop. So and also planning on maybe in the long in the short term doing relayer and kind of like providing key infrastructure as much as we can. So if anybody in the call can delegate some styles to us, that would be great. And yeah, so that's that was the last thing I was gonna say, but yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, definitely come back and keep us posted on um, on how your uh, minting goes with Stargaze today. Uh, wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you. So I have one one, one last question. So what what are you most excited about for like for Omniflix? Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I would have to say I am most excited about. Um, it's I guess it's probably a. A tie between Omniflix, uh, dot me and a and the launch of the token because everybody keeps asking about the token and I want everybody to be happy, so uh, I want the token to come out um, because you know I know that'll make a lot of people happy. Um, so definitely that and the Omniflix dot me platform I think is just going to be like the really the coolest thing. Uh, so from everything I've seen so far, it's like my space on steroids for the web three space. And it's like, you know, taking a time machine back to 2005, taking all the cool shit that was in my space, bringing it back to 2022 and popping it into web three. And that's what, and that's what we got. And that's just the beginning. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. The UI UX is, is, is amazing. So <laughs> I don't like the, the UX UI. Oh. Well, that you can thank uh, Mr. Kratos for, I believe. So, uh, I don't think he's, uh, yeah, I don't think he's here with us right now. But um, I'll, I'll let him know that you sent him a uh, a kind kind words. But thank you for joining us. And I, like I said before, I, I I see some new people here, so I want to give them a chance to um, to speak up and uh, share some tea with us if they'd like to. Um, so I'm talking to you, Kevster. Uh, Benish Peter Jacob, uh, Crypto Karma, ba- Boz Trout, uh, J Smile Shasa, uh, sorry if I'm butchering your names, Invisible Friend, 
lots of new people today. That's kind of cool. So if you have anything you want to share, Storm Virtual Labs, um, Oluwad Damilare, uh, any of you guys that I haven't seen before, if you want to share something, please do join. Uh, Henry, um, again, please do join. Uh, or, sorry, request to speak. would love to hear from you guys. Um, especially, Henry, since you seem to work with Kepler, that'd be an interesting conversation to have. Thank you, Ben. And Ben will be joining us in three, two, one. Hello, hi. Very how are you, sir? Fine. Uh, how are you doing? I'm actually I'm walking my well. dog, so there would be a lot of noise in the background. I just wanted to know, oh, that's I mean, all right. I'm quite new at this, um, can somebody explain to me about NFT, um, you know, uh, for a basic, uh, for so a big NF Just general, uh, like what an NFT is? You're asking what an NFT is basically? Yeah, I think he's asking about that. See, yeah, I mean, yeah. so uh, an NFT is basically a way of securely uh, put, making an asset digital. Uh, a real-world asset digital or making a um, you know an asset into a digitalized form that you can transfer between people, that you can stake and uh, receive benefits from or rewards from. Uh, you can you can create an NFT out of anything uh, from a piece of music, uh, video, a image, a written document. It's a way of kind of um, putting something on the blockchain with uh, with credentials that show that you're the creator of it and you were the first person that created it. And that way, uh, infringement, uh, is severely limited. Um, you know, royalties are able to be assigned to, uh, par participants in the project and it makes that process seamless. Uh, it, so when you take as an example, uh, tokenizing real estate for an, into an NFT, it's a very, very, uh, widely, aspired to be used use case for the nfts it's because you can in the real world now you have so much uh difficulty when you have a piece of property having royalties assigned from it uh having the pro the property split up amongst different partners so you can basically take an asset create it on a digitalized spectrum and split it amongst people if you need to transfer it to various different people um and you and then utilize that asset as leverage against other uh assets if you would like to and there's the the realm of possibilities are endless with it and in that sense um that was probably a overly convoluted explanation of it um okay. so, uh, yeah hopefully simply you simply you can uh, you can simply think of nft as uh, any kind of data piece okay anything that can be embedded on the blockchain. Like, I mean, the, the present system is everything goes on the servers. Like the problem with the going on the servers is anybody can manipulate the data, change the data, and uh, no, nobody can even bat an eye. For example, you have your land data for any kind of data. If you put on any server, the person who controls the server will change the data. If any data piece is on the internet, 
I mean, uh, the, any data piece on the blockchain, that's it. Nobody can manipulate the data. If anybody changes the data, that data, I mean, the change in the data will be clearly visible and uh, everything everything will be transparent in a way. So an even, NFT better, is, example, an even better example than real estate is, uh, for example, when you have tickets to an event, let's say you buy tickets to the Manchester United soccer game or football games, sorry, uh, and you buy it from a scalper outside the stadium when you're about to walk in. You don't know if that ticket's real. You don't know if that ticket's actually going to get you into the game. But when, if you have a non-fungible token as your uh, as your ticket, there's no way that that can be a fake. You know that the ticket that's that, you know that you have on your device is a real ticket that's going to get you into the event. Whereas with a you know a ticket from a scalper, that's a paper ticket. It can just be a copy. It can be a duplicate. It can be a, you know a fraud that you just spent a hundred dollars on to get into a game, and then now you can't get in. Okay. So do you need to be a developer to actually have all these assets? Or no, no, these- of course not. That's actually what I'm, one of the things that Omniflix uh, set out to do in creating our studio is to make it so that a person that's not a developer that has no technical background is able to create NFTs. So you can go into the Omniflix studio, upload an asset, um, or even take a link uh, from Twitter and share it and uh, create an NFT out of a tweet that you sent to somebody. Uh, if you want to store that on the blockchain and show that you know you posted that tweet at this time and this day, and make sure that that can't be duplicated by anybody, then you can go ahead and do that. Um, but to create an NFT in the past, like when uh, OpenSea had first come out, um, and other platforms like that that you know that needed to have developers developer intensive uh, resources to create something on the on the blockchain. Right now. Uh, if you don't know how to write a smart contract, you would not have been able to create an NFT. But now with the Omniflix Studio, you can go ahead and create an NFT and create all various different uh, utilities for it, different uh, use cases for the NFT, uh, all using uh, the the plug and play platform basically that we have created for um, you know, for our creators. Okay, thank you. I hope I'm not taking too much of time, but I just wanted to, uh, to ask two more questions. That's Please go ahead. Yeah. So one is, uh, and I, I'm as I said, I'm I, I'm being very naive, but uh, and also I'm I'm a beginner. So can you abbreviate NFT? And that's one thing. The second non-fungible thing, how, token. Yeah. Okay. How secure is it, and how is it accepted by the governments? I mean the 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 and, and across the geographies. Is there, uh, is there is there is it accepted only by certain? Can I take it? Yeah, it varies by country, but um, yeah, sure, man, you can take it if you like. Yeah, sure. So first thing is NFT is non-fungible token. The difference between the fungible and non-fungible is if you have a, say, two similar $10 notes, they are exchangeable. They don't have any difference. In the same way, if you have a two atom tokens, like, I mean, it doesn't matter what is the origin of the atom token. So the, the both tokens are exchangeable and the, the, they are exchangeable. So whereas an NFT is, each NFT is on its own. For example, if you have a say stadium, stadium of a thousand seats, say you put the seat number 25 represents a ticket. So that ticket represents only the like the, that is a unique asset which is not interchangeable with any other 
any other kind of NFTs. So this is kind of creating a unique data set is what the um, NFT is all about. And uh, when it comes to the uh, why government, uh, which governments will accept. See, I, I think I think uh, it's like saying that uh, will government accept internet, uh, internet and data storage for the uh, I mean. For, uh, for all the things in 1990s, this is a question such a way. Like in exactly. future, NFTs is such a technology, is such an advanced way. In future, everybody has to use this NFTs for anything that requires verification or anything, anything. For example, imagine this. If you want to go to any kind of serious government approvals, you there is a lot of documentations and everything. And for every documentation, there is a chance of duplication and everything. So the government, what the governments can do is they can simply use this NFT system and they can eliminate all the duplication uh, application problems and make the system more cheap and more efficient eventually I mean, governments to, will accept to, it just to add something there so the, the, i think what you might be uh thinking about in terms of governments accepting it you might be kind of uh conflating that a little bit with uh the cryptocurrencies themselves the only issue or the question i guess you could say with the acceptance of nfts by the government would be if they're if you know certain kinds or certain ones are designated as uh, as securities by the Securities and Exchange Commission and other security regulating bodies uh, that regulate, you know, uh, traditional finance, uh, traditional traditional financial markets, um, that isn't necessarily uh, as much of an issue or um, really an issue at all. I don't think in the NFT space relative to the way that that is an issue, you know, in the crypto space where you know you have companies that are or communities getting sued by the SEC. Um, for saying that their tokens are either being sold as ICOs improperly in the past or uh, being sold as securities when they um, or sold as not securities when they are in fact securities like we've seen with Ripple. But that isn't really um, something that's a, a concern with the NFT space, particularly because of the utility that the NFTs provide uh, across so many different spaces, um, you know, they, that they will make it as Manny was saying, you know, something that's uh, almost, uh, you know, a, st a staple of any uh, any market sector. Uh, see, NFT is nothing but, I mean, uh, just like a, it's a data piece, which is non-corruptible and uh, non, I mean, uh, say non-corruptible and uh, nobody can non-manipulatable. So that's it. I think, uh, I think NFTs, yeah, with anything that requires finances may attract some governments. So according to your country laws, everybody everybody should be careful and uh, and and be uh, be legally compatible with your countries uh, countries in general. But as far as technology out. goes, this is very solid technology. I did leave one thing out with uh, potential concerns from the government. One concern with uh, NFTs, you know, is uh, as we've seen on OpenSea quite a bit. You know, you'll have this random uh, transaction that's you know five million dollars for some random NFT that isn't part of a collection. There is an issue in some places with uh, money laundering um, that's pr uh, primarily been seen on uh, you know, places like OpenSea where there's uh, massive transactions for millions of dollars that you know, there's uh, you know, created by new wallets and done by new wallets. That's the only thing really that, um, you know, that, that, that's been present in the NFT space that governments would particularly be concerned with. Does that answer your question, I hope? I think he got his answer. He went to the audience. Yeah. 
Oh, no, he just re-requested. Yeah. Uh, I just got kicked out. Um, so, yeah. So, how do I know? So, whether... So, you talked about assets. Now, if I'm going to convert an asset into an NFT, uh, and I sell it out, or I exchange it with somebody else, or I, you know, sell it out, let's say, that asset. Yes. How is it accepted? I mean, is it accepted only electronically, or how... How can a future owner use it? That's one thing. Now, how do I know whether a particular land that I know is already not converted into NFT by somebody else who's not authorized to do it? That's a very good question. Um, so that's one of the things that, you know, even us as a platform, we, um, you know, we have to deal with uh, infringement at times or uh, identity, I'm uh, sorry, not identity, um, intellectual property theft. Um, you know, it happens rarely. We have a curation uh, sub DAO that works with our team, or that works, uh, you know, laterally with our team to go ahead and anytime we list a new creator uh, or a new a new collection of art on our platform, we very vigorously check other um, cross uh, other blockchains marketplaces to make sure that you know the person that's submitting this work to us and this project to us is in fact the true owner of that project. And there's nothing that's you know similar or identical to it on another blockchain that this person might be representing as their own because in this space obviously that does happen and you know you could you could take a screenshot of a of an image and try to pass it off as somebody else's but if you know we we do rigorous checking anytime that something uh is brought to us to be launched on omniflex so um in terms of a piece of land or something like that you just have to do your own you know you have to do your own research and make sure that you know when you are looking at something that you're going to purchase especially as a buyer that it's you know that you can verify that it is in fact the uh true ownership of the asset and that's one of the places where there's you know still work to be done in the um in the space where people are uh looking to find you know the best way the best use case for uh or the best solution for the, exactly what you just described that's not something that's um you know finite it's still you know the, the it's a very we're still in the very early stages of this technology and there's uh, uh, yeah Danish, i mean one thing you should understand here is like right now uh, anything which is physical so as a blockchain can t create the technology but it can't govern what happens in the real world so right now that is the reason we are yeah when it comes to the metaverse and when it comes to the digital purely digital assets like the digital assets uh, say the blockchain can govern them in a way like for example if there is a metaverse nobody can create a fake land or nobody can fake it in the but as as your question concerned, which is a land thing, any kind of land disputes has to be settled in the court, and they and they will be come under the law, purview of uh, uh, law. So so in a way that uh, land, the real world land, can become NFTs only if government decided to adopt the technology. And why will the government adopt the technology? Just like government adopted internet technology in the, say, for example, 10 years back, I think uh, I think we both are from India. I mean, in India, the land records have been gone digital only just literally in the last five years. I mean, after, after 20 years after the internet came. In the same way, maybe after five, 10 years, like the government itself will update its uh, land records and everything into nfts to make it more uh, uh, to, to make it more foolproof foolproof record system all right thanks uh, thank you so much for answering the questions uh, as i said i'm the um, i'm actually a new 
um, new subscriber to this uh, channel, and you guys have been awesome. Thanks. Well, thank you for joining yeah, us. We are happy to. We are happy to welcome new people into our community, and uh, yeah, welcome to our Omniflix community. Absolutely, and thank you for the questions. Um, because I'm sure there were other people that had those that had similar questions, and um, you know, were you know just shy and didn't want to ask them. So we appreciate uh, you know, new people asking questions. Uh, that might be answers for everybody else. And additionally, to, just to add one thing to that for you, there's a lot of companies now that are looking to create, you know, a, uni uh, a, a uh, parallel universe, so to speak, in the metaverse, uh, using NFTs and using AR technology and using AI. And you're you're going to see more and more over the next three to five years how uh, how quickly this technology is going to see mainstream adoption because. You're going to see businesses getting involved. You're going to see, um, you know, sports teams getting involved, and musicians, and bands, and athletes, and you know, all, all of all of these uh, people that have influence on you know normal people like you and me. They are going to help drive the adoption of Web three as well. And those are the, those are the biggest uh, megaphones that you can find because people like that, you know, they have all the kids that follow them. And all the kids that support them and do what they do and, you know, want to be involved in what they're involved in, that's going to be one of the biggest drivers of uh, advancing this technology into the, uh, you know, into the, into the mainstream. So, um, again, thank you for your questions and uh, hope to see you back here next week when, um, you know, uh, when we're back. But thank you. Sure. Uh, Omniflex, uh, uh, so can you just tell me how I can register myself as a, as a user? Absolutely. So, uh, if you want to be, if you want to create artwork, or if you want to create content on Omniflix, you can go to uh, the main website is Omniflix O M N I F L I X dot network, and from there you can reach all of our other um, our, our other extended sites, extended sites. But uh, we have Omniflix Studio, which allows you to create, um, mint, manage, and monetize your assets, your creative assets, uh, anything ranging from music to video to written word. Uh, to images, photography, um, you name it, we can probably tokenize it. Uh, we also have the marketplace, Omniflix.market, which allows uh, our creators to list their uh, NFTs for sale and then uh, collectors to uh, put, post them for resale. And then we have Omniflix.tv, which, um, which is our video streaming and publish, uh, content publishing platform. Uh, and then we have Omniflix.me, which will be launching very soon. Uh, but is not out yet. But those are the three uh, platforms you need to get Kepler Wallet uh, if you don't have that already, and you'll need that to log in and to create your account. And it'll be uh, you'll be assigned a random wallet and a 12, uh, 12 word passphrase or secret key that you need to store and not share with anybody. Uh, that's very that's the most important thing to protect your money or any assets that are in the wallet. Um, so, do you have a Kepler Wallet already? I don't. I don't. This would be the first time. Okay, so yeah, you'll you'll want to go to the um, what what browser are you using? I use Chrome. I use IE. I use uh, Edge. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Chrome will be your best bet here. If you go to the extension store, just type in Kepler K E P L R, and you'll download that extension and create a wallet. And then once you create the wallet, store your password, uh, your passphrase very securely. Uh, don't write it in your in your phone. Don't uh put it in your computer i would write it with pen and paper and store it someplace secure um because with if somebody gets a ha their hands on that they have you know they have your assets uh so that's the beauty of web3 is it's permissionless 
and you're in charge of your own privacy and security. Um, so that it's very important that you keep those safe and secure. Um, and once you have that wallet installed in your extension, any uh, Kepler-compatible website that you go to, it'll ask to connect with your wallet, and then you approve it, assuming that it's you know a site that you want to be at, and you'll be able to interact with the content uh, on that site with Web3 technology, which is the, the, what the Kepler wallet enables. Yeah, the okay. beauty about this technology is, if you, I mean, the, this cryptographic, uh, there is a cryptographic security. So be, nobody can hack your wallet unless they can hack your seed phrase. Suppose, I mean, you write it, you write your seed phrase, I mean, the passcode uh, in somewhere in the Google, my friend wrote in the, one of my friend wrote in the Google Drive uh, doc and uh, and it got stolen of course so like i mean if you write it in your paper and if you store it securely as long as you have an access to the wallet nobody can stop you from uh, from accessing it and at the same time like i mean uh, it's like a, you you lose the passphrase we can't even stop the the guy who stolen from you so that that's why you need to keep you need to keep the passphrase pass and everything secure to yourself Okay, can you just uh, tweak this here, or you know the 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 sites, the Omniflex site and the Kepler wallet? Uh, yeah, of course. Thanks. Yeah, you guys can join. You you can join our Telegram community. So where uh, we, where we can guide you and where we can uh, so you can ask us questions in the live way. We will be available there. Yeah, I'm gonna Telegram share or Discord. I'm gonna share our link tree on uh, Twitter for you, uh, and our link tree has. All of our, uh, all of our, you know, pertinent links that you would need. All right. All right. Well, thank you for all the questions. Honestly, I re I really appreciate them because uh, I'm sure there you asked something that somebody else had a question about and didn't. So we we really appreciate that. Um, and just before we wrap up here, does anybody is there anybody else that uh, that I've missed that would like to share something about their project or uh, any questions that anybody has uh, before we wrap up here? This is Paul with Skynet. Hey, how are you, man? Good, good. So just um, as you guys are aware, I'm hoping to uh, this morning, first thing is to launch on testnet so that I can make sure everything's good to go. And hopefully I'll be uh, launching my first story, The Sand King, today, hopefully, and, um, and get the ball rolling on that community. Um, and once again, for the new folks, the utility with my uh, story is um, it is community driven. So uh, people that hold the NFT will be able to um, provide me suggestions within our Discord group, which um, the link will also be within the the actual NFT uh, story that uh, you would receive. Um, so it's an uh, exciting adventure for me, and I hope that everyone can come along and and, and support that. Um, Sisla and Chitan, I'll probably be uh, shooting questions for you as far as getting the final steps done for the script to actually get the minting uh, uploaded onto the test net. Um, yeah, basically eight hours ago, I was working on this, and I think everything is set, and it's just execution time to do that final test. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully it will be up for you guys in the next day or so. Well, thank you very much for sharing. We're, I'm really excited to see your project, honestly, because like I said, I had, I had a very similar uh, thing that I was doing and I, it 
didn't work out on uh, BitCloud. So that's my fault for using BitCloud. But um, I really wish you the best with that, and I'm like, I'm really excited to see it. Uh, I will be minting a copy myself. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. Um, and I now that I recall, uh, Homestead Cosmonaut, I know you had said that you wanted to uh, uh, join last week, but you couldn't. Um, but if you uh, would like to join us this, uh, this morning or afternoon, please feel, feel free. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and anybody else that would like to chime in with anything about their project, um, Sunnyside Reapers, Lil Gaines, Cosmo Spaces, uh, Man on a Mission, who now you kind of threw me off with the new name over there. I got to get accustomed to, to not seeing Man on a Mission, but the Brutus chain. Uh, really cool name. I imagine Brutus is the dog. Um, but yeah, anybody else that would like to chime in? Any of these cool new people that I see? Invisible Friend with a really beautiful little uh, avatar. Uh, Mark Chevere with a also a really cool looking avatar. Uh, Can I jump? Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, this is Paul, a Skynet. Just wanted to uh, shout out and apologize to Tangled. Uh, I've had a lot of projects going on this week, but I just wanted to get you know the collection minted, and then I will prioritize uh, the inner blockchain game cards game, and so I can actually. Uh, get going with that i did do some initial work early on this past week he beat so, my yeah. ass he beat my ass this morning i played him i played him this morning and he uh he beat my ass pretty good <laughs> i'm looking forward to it. it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm sure it, it is i really am looking forward to getting started absolutely no it was a good time definitely a good time i rec i highly recommend uh, it yeah, and like, I mean, uh, before we go, like, I mean, I have to say something. Uh, I told about Spotify at the starting, right? And actually, Sista actually is, I mean, uh, posted in the main group that, uh, yeah, we are already uploading our, uh, our our recordings on the Spotify from the last week. Mm -hmm. You can see the Flixnet, Flixnet 19 and uh, in the Studio 1 and Flixnet 20 and in the Studio 2 after this recording will be live on the Spotify. So I shared the tweet, uh, tweet in the pinned one. Yeah, play, check it out. Oh, good stuff. Thank you, Manny. And real quick, uh, Ambedo ms or dot rns rather uh ambedo base i love seeing music nfts or music nft artists uh if you want to hop on real quick i would love to see what you're working on uh and try to make sure that you do it on omniflix because we're the best place for music nfts by far um but yeah if you'd like to share anything uh with your cool stewie avatar over there that would be awesome feel free to accept the invite that i just sent you um otherwise that is cool too but i'll give him a second to respond otherwise uh i'm gonna go ahead and start um a quick little thing that i wanted to do again today uh which is add value by teaching you something uh on this call and then i'm going to finish with something that will hopefully bring you peace relaxation and tranquility in your day today um but we'll do that right after um ambedo base uh shares with us what to, what's what's going on with him um are you part of the omniflex community or are you new ambedo 
Um, I'm I'm kind of new. I, I'm not really like doing anything specific for for music NFTs right now. Um, I do mess around and make music though. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I know I just happened to see the uh, profile, and I hadn't seen you in here before, so I was uh, just seeing what was up and uh, welcoming you to the space. And um, yeah, just, so if you if you'd like to share anything about yourself, feel free while you have the stage. Um, n- not really in particular. I was just kind of hoping <laughs> to uh, to listen in and see what's going on with Omniflex. Well, awesome. Thank you for joining us. I will not make this any more awkward for you than I already have. <laughs> it's all good. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, well, pleasure speaking to you. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to um, cover a couple of th- quick things real uh, real quick. Last week, if you remember, I covered the idea of uh, of penetration pricing, which I believe to be the best way for a new artist to dip their toe into uh, selling their art or selling their creative assets um, in the marketplace. The reason for that, obviously, is the economy is not great right now. The markets are not great right now. And doing penetration pricing gets you into a very, and it gets you into the sweet spot where anybody can become a member of your community, anybody can support you, and anybody can become a, a major collector of your work. Because with penetration pricing, you are going in with a, a low price where now the entire market has, an, has access to you. You're not pricing anybody out. And then down the line, you're kind of investing in yourself too. Because when your second and third and fourth collections come out and those do great, the people that you know invested in your first collection are now going to get paid off. And you're going to get paid off because you can set a royalty on your assets that you sell on Omniflix. And you can set that royalty to be whatever you like, but um, you know, if you set it for 95%, you're probably not gonna get a buyer because then there's no upside for the buyer. But typically the standard is around 10%. If you set it at a lower price, your, uh, your NFT in general, if you set it at a lower price and utilize the penetration pricing strategy, then you maybe can set your royalty at 25 and 30%, and then down the line, everybody wins because you just invested in yourself and when the new, when the when the you know, let's say you sell your initial piece for twenty bucks, then it sells for two thousand bucks in a year. Now you're getting thirty percent of that, plus you're getting that twenty bucks in the first place, just to you know compensate you for your time. And you just helped somebody else, you know, by them collecting your work. Boom! They just made you know a cool fourteen hundred dollars. You got your six hundred, and then you're making money on the future resales of that. So today I'm gonna cover how to create your, or rather how to build your community and grow it when you're starting a new project. So obviously, you know, the simple stuff is, you know, create your Discord, create your Twitter account, you know, get those things all, you know, get those ducks in a row. My personal belief, and uh, I've tried this in my time uh, as an advisor for blockchain startups, uh, which I've done for almost four years now uh, with companies in 12 countries. Um, you know, the, what I've seen, I've seen what works and I've seen what doesn't work. What works is pretty straightforward. You, you got to incentivize people and give them a reason to come and check out your community. The NFT space, there's a lot of clutter. There's a lot of scam projects. There's a lot of, you know, uh, projects that are, you know, just mimicking another pro- a project. But here at Omniflix, we do our best to curate 
all of our uh, creators and you know make it so that everybody that's buying on our marketplace is in a place where they can trust the projects that are on their you know that are on the platform it's not like OpenSea where you have you know thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon, upon thousands of creators and uh you know anybody can just hop on you know we we do screen the people that uh come in and work with us so the things that i've seen that work in this space when you're trying to build a community and grow it um first and foremost incentivization creating a promotional scheme so to speak um and how do you do that first thing that you got to do is give them something so what are you going to give them whitelist uh whitelist access for your project you can give them uh access to uh a future airdrop on the first airdrop so when you create your first airdrop um you want to do multiple things but the most important is create is collect the data that your uh that your that the community is giving you because then you can use that to give back to the community and when you're collecting that data uh it's very important that you um have a place for them to to store it i'm sorry to input it very simply make it simple for them so you don't want to over uh over ask so to speak so if you look on reddit you'll see all these different uh people giving away stuff and they do that very quickly with nfts that really um either you never get one or there's a link that's attached to it that's trying to sell you some you know youtube project you don't want to do that make it simple for them so you create a prompt okay retweet this retweet this tweet please join my discord what do i get for that you get whitelist you get whitelist access maybe you get an og nft for my collection maybe you get um you know a t-shirt from my uh from my project and you can even use pro platforms like gleam uh to make your life a little bit easier with that instead of having to go there and sit there and validate that everyone did the actions that you have requested of them gleam does that automatically for you so that's a very helpful and useful tool there's a couple of them like that uh but gleam is probably the most effective at doing that um so when you're asking for them to do something for you you don't want to because these people don't know you they, they haven't met you they don't know your project this is probably their first interaction with you but they see an opportunity to win something get something for free so you want to make it easy get them into your discord group keep them engaged run community events have a you know a trivia night every week or have a poker tournament every week you know uh discord does a lot to keep the community together and uh, and one of the ways that they do that is they have a, a really cool interactive poker platform on the website on their uh, app that you can integrate as a server owner. So if you do that, you get the poker players involved that are in the community. You get the non-poker players involved because you want me personally. I've won two NFTs from this one project that I had not heard of, but it, they ended up being worth you know four or five hundred dollars down the line. And uh, I had never heard of the project. I found it interesting, but I like I love poker. So I went and I played, I won two tournaments and I won two NFTs, but now I'm a part of that community and I am, you know, a pretty well, uh, a good, a good contributor to the community because I am, I, I now have been kind of like sold on it and that's what you got to do. You got to get them into your discord group. 
You got to get them, you know, tied into your vision and tied into your belief system and what you're trying to build and get them, you know, motivated to to support you. Because if you're not motivating these people to support you, they're not going to support you. There's tons of uh, other projects out there that are fighting for their attention and people only have the attention span of eight seconds for something. That's a true statement. Goldfish have longer attention spans than human beings. And that is a true fact. Uh, that did not, that was not the case back in 2005, but ever since cell phones came out, a uh, 2018 study came out that shows that human beings have a shorter attention span than goldfish. So it is very, very, very important to get people, uh, you know, get people engaged with your content and keep them engaged. The most important thing that you got to do is stay relevant, because if you don't stay relevant, you your project dies. You gotta, you know, you gotta stay relevant and stay in the public eye and stay, you know, active on social media. Stay active with giveaways. And the best way to keep people active in your community and keep them engaged is incentivize them and give them you know, opportunities to win things because, you know, think of yourself, you like, you like winning, right? You love to win. Who, do, who doesn't like winning? You know, so that's the most important thing is to keep people excited about your project, keep them wanting to go and look at your discord group and see if you have something new going on that week. Give them a reason to go and look at your medium posts. And, you know, that's another thing that you also can do is to keep people engaged and keep them informed is be transparent. Medium is a great place to be transparent. Because you can write your community updates there, and you see, like we just uh, released ours uh, a few days ago, and could not be more transparent with the things that we uh, write in there. Because it's important to be transparent with your community and be honest with your community. And if your community feels they can trust you, then they're going to support you. If they, you know, feel like you're, you know, not being transparent or something, and you said that you're going to release your airdrop. Uh, you know, on June 1st, and now it's, you know, June 30th, and they haven't heard from you in 30 days, because you don't know what to say. They're gonna either if you end up doing the airdrop, they're gonna take it and dump it the second they get it. Or they're just, you know, they're not going to engage with you. And they're not going to be active in your community anymore, because they can't trust you. So the most important thing with your community is to be transparent and be, uh, you know, reliable and be accountable for your word. Um, and people understand that in technology things happen, uh, but the most important thing is to be upfront if something goes wrong and be like a perfect example is the Evmos team. You know, something happened, something went wrong. They took two months to fix it, but they fixed it. And yeah, sure, there's people that are upset with them, but you know, most people have gotten over that. They took their, they took their airdrop, and they're going to be supportive of the community and be supportive of the technology that uh, hopefully will make a major difference throughout the ecosystem. So. Um, just, I guess, uh, Jerry's final thoughts for the day, uh, so to speak for all the Jerry Springer fans out there, but, um, just things to kind of keep in mind and, uh, and hopefully as you're creating or building your communities, um, you know, if you ask Sisla or ask Daya, the, my recipe for, you know, just about any marketing, uh, you know, marketing concept is incentivization and, uh, and giving people a reason to be engaging with us because there's, you know, other, there's other communities out there that people can engage with. There's other marketplaces people could use, but we want them to use ours, not only because our technology is awesome, but because we have an awesome community and an awesome community that is very vibrant and very supportive of each other. And, you know, you guys wouldn't be here on a you know, Friday morning 
whether you're at work or whether you're at home, if, um, if you didn't want to be here. So I and we are so thankful that you choose to be here with us and uh, choose to you know network with us and communicate with us and uh, be active in our community because we wouldn't be here without you guys. So um, you know, we really do appreciate each and every one of you. And um, with that, I will move to my final thought, which is bath time with Chev. So I'm going to share with you each week from now on a bath tip that will make your next bath the most relaxational and enjoyable and soothing bath that you could ever take. So the, today's tidbit is Dr. Teal's. Dr. Teal's. Now, anybody know what Dr. Teal's is? Anybody? I know there's got to be some Dr. Teal's lovers in here. No Dr. Teal's. All right. Well, I'm going to send some. I'm going to. I'm going to do a giveaway next week myself, and three people are going to win. Dr. Teal's bubble bath soap, courtesy of me personally. If you love bubble baths, you will love Dr. Teal's. It is infused with uh, sea salt, or I'm sorry, uh, Epsom salt. So if you have like, you know, muscle aches, all that good stuff zaps it for you. They have different ones. Like some have lavender in it, some have eucalyptus in it. You know, you can do your own thing with, uh, you know, crazy um, essential oils. We'll get into that another day. But um, I'm going to send three of you a bottle of bubble bath from Dr. Teal's next week. And there's no sponsorship. No, 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 nothing. It's just, it is such a game changer when you get into the bathtub at night after a long day of work or creating or doing whatever it is that you do during that day that makes you exhausted and, you know, maybe stressed and anxious and frustrated or whatever it is, especially with the mar market, everyone needs a little relaxation and a little bit of Zen and calm and peace in their life. So we're going to do a little giveaway next week and three people are going to win, not an NFT, but Dr. Teal's bath soap. And I will mail it to you wherever you are in the world. I don't care where you are. I want you to enjoy life, relax, and have some Zen in your life, courtesy of me. So look out for that next week and we will talk next week. Does anybody have anything else they want to add, by the way? Well, I love you all very much. Happy Friday. Um, we're almost to the end of May. Summer's just about here. So enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. COVID restrictions are pretty much almost gone. Enjoy life and be good to each other. Thank you for being in the studio with me today. See you next week. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the OmniFlix Network in the Studio, Episode 2, with NFT creators and collectors, recorded on Friday, May 27th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often ate the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls, handed reports in. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute then, show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two
Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Over shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger Licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Imagine a world in which an old dying man's last dying wish is fulfilled. Alexa, can you play that one Cephi space where he clowned all the Safe Moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily, like, 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I was son, at the I remember a time. Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before Terra Spaces existed, when things that were said on random Twitter spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. Time. That's the best bet. Uh, why isn't Luna in wind turbines? Hey, guys, I'm reading all about these wind guys, turbines. Guys, do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since like 2018, and I can give you a full breakdown. Um, Just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. Oh my god, you guys. I don't know what to do. So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of Your Exit Liquidity, in association with We All Love to Hear Ourselves Talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org slash donate. Terraspaces.